The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. Terrorism, the refugee crisis, unemployment and economic uncertainty, social unrest and racial conflict, unpredictable weather and powerful diseases. Many around the world are troubled by the unending stream of bad news. Are we just imagining this? Is it doom and gloom sensationalism? Or is our world really coming apart? Many are sensing that we are in serious trouble. Beyond the headlines, it's challenges and stresses in our own lives, in our own neighborhoods, on the job, in our families, in our homes. How can you and I find peace and encouragement when we feel like our world is unraveling? How can we find strength and courage when those around us are going to pieces? These are real challenges, but there is hope. There are answers. Let's explore those answers today on Tomorrow's World. Stay tuned. Warm greetings from tomorrow's world. Many are struggling with a very real sense of anxiety. People from every continent grappling with problems that just won't go away. On December 28, the Financial Times website ran the article, Battered, Bruised, and Jumpy, The Whole World is on Edge. The article began this way. In 2015, a sense of unease and foreboding seemed to settle on all the world's major power centers, from Beijing to Washington, Berlin to Brasilia, Moscow to Tokyo. Governments, media, and citizens were jumpy and embattled. This kind of globalized anxiety is unusual. At the moment, all the big players seem uncertain, even fearful. How about you? Are you stressed out by the challenges you face? With what some are calling the unraveling of globalization, jobs are getting difficult to find and hard to keep. Many people are under stress as money gets tight. Families suffer from the effects of crushing personal debt and national debt all over the world. The new normal seems to be a world that is, so to speak, unraveling. In light of this, I'd like to tell you a little bit about an exciting program we are doing in local areas all over the world. It's called Tomorrow's World Presents. These are live presentations put on by representatives of the Living Church of God, organized right in your community. We chose the title for 2016, Wake Up America, in light of the very real dangers facing America today. And of course, this theme will be adapted to countries around the world because there are challenges and worries all over the globe, not just in the USA. Many of you have attended some of our live presentations in recent years. Tomorrow's World Presents gives people a chance to hear live presentations on prophecy, 
world events, and biblical truths so desperately needed today. These live events also give our guests the chance to meet face-to-face -face with representatives and brethren of the Living Church of God. Tomorrow's World Presents has organized live events in 287 cities around the globe in the last 10 years. These have been conducted in 35 countries with over 21,000 guests attending. We hope you'll attend as well. For a listing of upcoming Tomorrow's World Presents live events and where they will be held, check our webpage at tomorrowsworld.org. In addition, we also conduct live online Tomorrow's World presentations from time to time. Check the internet for times of upcoming presentations. Back to our topic. There is a way of escape, a way of hope, a way of life, even when we find our world falling apart. If you have your Bible handy, turn to a scripture in the New Testament. Notice that societal decline and decay were predicted many centuries ago. In 2 Timothy 3 verse 1 we read, But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. In the days just before Christ's return, Paul was saying, there would be a time when things would be headed in a very bad direction. They would be dangerous times. Why is that? What would be the cause? Notice how Paul continued. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. Paul is seeing a serious moral collapse at the end of the age. People more concerned with their own selfish desires than serving their Creator or serving their fellow man or serving the next generation for that matter. In May of 2013, Gil Weinreich, writing for the financial website thinkadvisor.com, quoted historian Niall Ferguson as saying there are four reasons why America is, quote, falling apart. One reason he gave was that our generation is more concerned with ourselves than with the next generation. Across the board, many sense that things are not going in the right direction. And that goes for economics, politics, morality, industry, education. There's an erosion of civil order. Decent people all over the world can sense there's something going wrong. But how did this happen? Where did we go wrong? Before we answer that question, let me pause for a moment to offer our booklet, 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. It's free. We'll send it to you just for asking. This booklet explains that there will be things to look for in the end times to know we are approaching Christ's return. We don't need to be shocked or alarmed or frightened. It will all lead to Jesus Christ personally intervening to stop mankind from destroying itself. You need to understand why the fabric of our world is unraveling. We'll send you this booklet free of charge because we want you to understand. Call, click, or write for yours today.
For today's free informative offer, send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. Or call this toll-free number, 1-800-236-0531. That number again is 1-800-236-0531. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World, call now. In the first part of our program, we reviewed how our world today is careening toward destruction. It is spiraling out of control. Many have an anxious feeling that the social structures of decency and order are breaking down. But most do not know the cause nor the solution. To find the cause, we have to look at the past. The legalization of same-sex marriage in countries around the world is a serious sign that there is something wrong in society. The rise of infidelity and divorce and the breakdown of the family is a social problem causing ill effects around the globe. The scourge of abortion has for decades meant that even in our enlightened modern world, millions of precious lives have been tragically snuffed out. However, even these social ills are not the real root cause of our problems today. We have to look beyond the last few years, or the last few decades, or even the last few centuries. We need to go to the beginning, the biblical book of Genesis. Scoffers contend that the book of Genesis is myth and fable. But the Apostle Paul said in 2 Timothy 3.16, All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Genesis is scripture. It includes the account of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Jesus Christ referred to Adam as a real person. Adam and Eve were real. They were factual. God made them. And the choices they made produced consequences for the whole human family. They set in motion the social ills and societal decay that we face today. In the book of Genesis, we read that God created the grass, the trees, the beasts, the fishes of the sea, the birds of the air, everything. And then he created man. And from man he created woman. And he gave them a job to do. He told them to populate the earth, to rule righteously over it. He taught them what they needed to know to thrive in their new environment. But very quickly, something went awry. Notice in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 1. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? The devil entered the picture. We read further in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 2. And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. 
For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. He had set the trap. He said God's a liar. He said God's not telling you the whole story. You can't trust him. He's holding back good from you. And hasn't the message of the devil been the same since that time? Don't trust God. Don't follow all of what this book says. You can pick and choose. You can choose to be unfaithful to your husband or wife. You can take life with impunity. You can lie and cheat and steal if it's for a good cause. Humanity has followed blindly in making its own rules, following the example of our first parents. In Genesis chapter 3 and verse 6, we read, So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were open, they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. For the first time in their lives they felt guilty, because they had turned away from God and chosen a different path. We all have the same nature. Like our parents, every last human being has chosen the wrong way, except for the one who is perfect, Jesus Christ. Why are we surprised that evil and corruption and moral depravity and violence increase, especially as the end of the age draws near. It all started back there in the garden. Adam and Eve were cast out of the garden, and thus man was cut off from God. And that's the path of the majority of humankind ever since. The question is, what path are you on? Which direction are you going? Obedience to God? Walking in His ways? Or are you insisting on your own way? deciding for yourself what is right and wrong. There are things happening today that are the result of choices made 6,000 years ago and ever since. 14 signs announcing Christ's return will show you the signs to look for as this age draws to a close. Drought and famine, disease epidemics, the rise of an aggressive fundamentalist Islamic power, an ascendant global power out of Europe. These are just a few of the signs as our sin and selfishness take full bloom. You need this booklet to understand your world and navigate your personal challenges and to understand a world headed for unparalleled chaos because of the path mankind has chosen. You need this important booklet. Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. We've talked on this program about the fabric of society unraveling around us. We've talked about how it started, how we as a human family went wrong. But what can we do about it now? Is there a different way? Just as Eve and Adam chose to rebel against God, you and I can choose to draw near to God. Notice what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 13. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. What do you do when everything seems to be falling apart? 
For those who experience serious conflict with a mate, they feel their world is crashing down on them. They don't know why they argue so much. They can't seem to get out of the cycle of anger and strife. They feel guilty for the effects that it brings on their children, but they don't know how to get out. What do they do? What should you do if you're struggling in your marriage? Focus on serving rather than getting. Begin to walk a new way, God's way, as outlined in His Word. Society is on the wrong path, but you don't have to follow blindly. Jesus Christ, just before He was wrongfully arrested, corruptly tried, humiliated, and scourged, and then hung on a stake to die, said these words in John chapter 14 and verse 1, Let not your heart be troubled. The last generation living in these perilous times needs to hang on to this admonition. Don't be anxious. Don't give up. Don't be troubled. Why? Let's read further. Again, this is in John chapter 14 and verse 1. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. Remember, as we saw before, Satan the devil paints God out to be a liar. But you and I are at some point in our life going to have to decide who we will believe. The media, our friends, our, our co-workers at the office, our buddies on the job, politicians, religious leaders who don't teach what's in this book, or are we going to believe the real God of the Bible? In verse 2 we read, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. Jesus said there is one way, and that way you can know. In verse 5 we read, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going, and how can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The only way to life is through a personal relationship with our Savior, Jesus Christ, letting him put his spirit in us and keep his commandments in us. So we begin to walk the way he walked, live the way he lived, not the way of the world. Time is short. We don't like to bring bad news, but our world is about to come crashing down on us. This is Satan's world, and we're nearing Christ's return. And this world will see horrendous tragedy and calamity before things get better. You need to know and understand Read 14 signs announcing Christ's return. It explains specific things that will happen in the waning days of this age, like the emergence of a powerful false religious figure, the downfall of the might of the English-speaking peoples. It even explains that the true gospel being preached is a sign of the times. It explains that there will be suffering for even many true Christians who have grown complacent and lukewarm. Read this booklet. It will give you help and understanding as you're making sense of your world, the world that is unraveling right before our eyes. Call, click, or write for it today. 
For today's free informative offer, send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. Or call this toll-free number, 1-800-236-0531. That number again is 1-800-236-0531. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World, call now. Welcome back. The prophet Jeremiah lived through the collapse of a powerful nation, the ancient nation of Judah. He mourned over the sins of his people and the punishment they suffered, but he also lived through it. He was faithful to God. He was a part of God's work at that time. He was a part of preaching the message of truth and hope and the true way to that generation. He has a particular passage that is very encouraging and applicable to us today. Notice what God said in Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. A future and a hope. What could be better than that? Isn't that what everyone wants? Consider families living in Central Africa. Isn't this what most of them want, to live in peace, to raise their families? And yet they live through the ravages of war. They've seen their towns and villages torn apart from sectarian violence. What about families in Syria? Millions of victims of the war in that tattered nation. Their world has been shattered by over four years of civil war. Infrastructure, schools, hospitals destroyed and lives devastated. Millions have fled the country and suffer as refugees seeking a home. Other millions are displaced right in their own nation with nowhere to turn. What about mothers and fathers and children in Ukraine living in a nation with a collapsing economy as a result of ongoing fighting between government loyalists and insurrectionists? What happens to the people caught in the middle? Their suffering goes on and on. We all want the same things, to grow, to live in peace, to work, to support ourselves, to raise our families, to do something meaningful in our life. But sadly, because the way we as humanity have chosen, the paths that led to chaos and destruction and death. But the eternal God says that ultimately he is in mind a future and a hope for all those who are willing to choose his way. Read further in verse 12. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. This world as a whole is headed for great suffering, much greater than even today. Now is the time to search for God with all of our heart. Now is the time to make changes in our lives. 
things we know we need to change. At the time of the end, Jesus said in Luke chapter 21 and verse 25, There will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, and on the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Christ coming back to stop mankind from exterminating himself. But some will mistake him for the enemy, and they'll be terrified, they'll be frightened because they don't know him. Going on, Christ said in verse 27, Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Those who have chosen the right path will not be terrified. They will be overjoyed. They will be filled with gratitude and excitement because their king has returned. 6,000 years of pain and suffering and violence and confusion and death is almost over. That's how we want to see that day. And we will see it that way if we make the right choices now. And that means every day, every hour, every minute, every thought, every word, every choice being lived in obedience to God now through His Spirit. That's the final warning Christ leaves us with. But He said also in verse 34, But take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing drunkenness and cares of this life, and that day come on you unexpectedly. For it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. If God is opening your eyes to the truth, don't delay. Respond now to that call. To help you in your understanding of God's plan, order your free booklet, 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. Jesus Christ, the Lord of heaven and earth, is coming soon to save humanity from itself. God has a plan, and you can be part of it. It takes repentance, faith, accepting Jesus Christ as our personal Savior and letting Him live His life in us so that we walk in His path and in His way. Be sure to request your free booklet, 14 Signs, announcing Christ's return. And be sure to check out our website for an upcoming Tomorrow's World presentation in a city near you. Just go to tomorrowsworld.org where you'll find a list of local presentations. We invite you to join us at one of these very important events. You will be glad you did. We also invite you to join us every week on Tomorrow's World or watch us online at any time. These are perilous times we're living in. Through this program, you can receive the encouragement, the faith, and truth you need straight from the pages of your Bible. Watch Richard Ames, Gerald Weston, Wallace Smith, and me as we share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ, the good news of the coming kingdom of God, and the exciting and encouraging end-time prophecies for today. 
So be sure to join us again next week right here at this same time. To view the Tomorrow's World telecast or request today's free offer, visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Remember to find us on Facebook and be sure to follow us on Twitter. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.